0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: Kiwi Birth Tales. This is work. Okay, thanks. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Kiwi Birth Tales. Thank you for being here If you are new, I am Jordan and I am the host of the Kiwi Birth Tales podcast. The podcast is here to support you through pregnancy, birth and postpartum. You might be someone who is on your pregnancy journey or you might just be someone who likes to hear about other mums' experiences with pregnancy and birth and being a mum. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to give a shout out to the Your Birth Project store, which is my... Uh, store that has now been live for one whole year. I can't believe that the Your Birth Project store is one year old. I am so proud of the products that we have in the store for pregnancy, birth and postpartum. And instead of a recommendation this week, I just wanted to give a little happy birthday to me <laughs> for the Your Birth Project store. It's a very exciting month for me. Um, not only is it the lead up to Christmas with the store, Um, I'm doing a really awesome 12 days of giveaways on the Your Birth Project Instagram, but it is also the pre-launch of the Your Birth Project journal, so... If you want to hear more about the journal, I won't bang on about it in this episode, um, but it is a Your Birth Bestie, basically. It is 100 pages of just preparing you for birth, preparing you for postpartum, allowing for reflection and mindset, and it's birth education. It's got a bit of everything, but it's going to become um, something that I just know. Whoever uses the journal will... You know, think about their pregnancy, think about their birth, reflect postpartum, and then keep that little journal with them for life, because it's just such a beautiful tool to reflect back on that stage with. And also, like, maybe pass on to your daughter one day, or your son, what a beautiful, um, Way to help them prepare for their birth, too. So, I just am obsessed with the journal and it's launching. It's actually live on the store now, but um, yeah, it should be here hopefully the middle week of December and available before Christmas, which is so awesome. So, if you want to go and check out the Your Birth Project store, you can head to at Your Birth Project on Instagram or www.yourbirthproject.com. This week's episode of Kiwi Birth Tales is brought to you by Pure Mama, and Pure Mama, I know, was used by Jules herself. Um, who is featuring in this episode, I have also used Pure Mama throughout my pregnancy with Ali and I actually still use the oil now um, just because I love it so much. But a little bit about Pure Mama. So they are New Zealand made, all natural and organic skincare for pregnancy. Uh, They are an absolute game changer in the pregnancy uh, skincare sort of space, I think. I love their brand ethos I guess about not being focused on removing stretch marks or anything like that it's um, way more about normalizing our body changes in pregnancy and how their products can support comfort and make you feel good and it's a really sort of self-care routine in pregnancy so I love that Uh, their signature belly oil has been labeled liquid gold with hundreds of incredible reviews and their lanolin free nipple butter is a staple in any birthing bag for starting your breastfeeding journey I actually use the Pure Mama Nipple Butter on my lips. I use it when Ali's got, like, dry skin on his face from teething. I use it on all sorts of things. So, um, yeah, big fan of that too. Uh, the belly oil smells incredible. It helps you to feel just so amazing in pregnancy. Um, but they do help women throughout their whole pregnancy journey. And, yeah, I also love following Pure Mama and Lara on Instagram. So make sure you go and check them out at Pure Mama on Instagram or head to puremama.com to learn more about their products and little side note Pure Mama is also available in the Your Birth Project store so you can check it out there too. Thanks so much to Pure Mama for sponsoring this week's episode of Kiwi Birth Tales. I am a huge super fan of all of the stuff that you make and yeah I am just so in awe of everything that Pure Mama does in the pregnancy space so make sure you go and check them out. You might follow our guest today on Instagram, her name is Julia Matthews and she is the owner of Two Islands and she is also mum to three beautiful children, so she's got Lenny who we had Jules on the podcast um, a little while ago when she had Lenny to talk about his birth and now she's got twins which is just so crazy, two little girls, so today we talk through Jules' journey to pregnancy and what that was like, finding out that she was having twins, Uh, We talk through a threatened miscarriage at the start of her pregnancy, finding out that she was having twins and the shock of that and how she sort of dealt with that through her pregnancy journey and then into her birth, which which was an elective C-section. And then we talk through what life has been like over the last few weeks with her two little babes and her gorgeous Lenny and how she's just juggling it all. So I know you're going to love this episode. Jules is beautiful and I love speaking with her. So I'd love to hear your feedback. And for now, I will let you jump into the episode. Enjoy. Hey Jules, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hi, thank you for having me. No worries. Would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about you and who is in your family?
0: Uh, Yeah, my name's Julia and I have recently had twins. Um, I also have another son who's nearly two and a half called Lenny. And at the moment I'm on maternity leave for six (laughs) months. Um, And when I'm not doing that, I um, run two islands. Amazing.
1: Awesome. Very cool. And I know we've had you on the podcast before um, to talk through Lenny's birth and I can't believe that you've had twins since then. So i um, very much looking forward to talking all about that. Um, do you just want to really briefly recap um, your sort of, I guess, birth with Lenny um, and then, yeah, we can jump into falling pregnant this time around?
0: Yeah, so Lenny, um he was uh elective C section baby. Um at one of my oh the whole way through on scans he was tracking big and I know that scans can usually be quite off. Um but the one of my final scans he was tracking to be five kilos. Um, and my midwife was like, you do not want to push that out. And I was like, no, I don't want to push that out. (laughs) So I'd planned to like, you know, birth it. Yeah. Water birth. Amazing. Amazing. And then I found out his weight and I was like, yeah, no, um, pivot. So (laughs) he was an elective C-section baby. Um, and I had a midwife and she is incredible. She's amazing. Um, it was a great birth apart from the fact his arm broke when they pulled him yeah. out uh, yeah. um which was a shame but I, I mean it healed so quickly it was um yeah I felt sorry for him but it, yeah it, it healed super quick and he had great pain relief so um yeah wasn't too, wasn't too bad I don't think obviously I'd, I'm not the one that had the broken arm <laughs> but um <laughs>
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it just made feeding very 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 challenging um mm-hmm. and kind cu- Kind of changing his nappies, but apart from that, he was a very chill baby. Um, yeah, and he he was just nice and chunky, so he had a really good head start, mm-hmm. which we were super great, super grateful for. Um, and now he's a skinny wee thing, so you would not <laughs> have thought he was a 11 pounder when he popped out. But yeah, he's yeah, yeah. he's full noise as all toddlers are. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's great. He's amazing. And then the twins, um, so the two girls. Um, they, we knew we wanted another baby. It was actually last summer. We had such a fun time with Lenny. Um, he would have been oh, 18 months. Um, such a fun age. And we were like, oh, should we have another? Okay, mm-hmm. let's have another. And I'm lucky to fall pregnant straight away. Um, and, yeah, found out it was twins. And yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. there was actually... That was pretty scary. I, I actually found out I was pregnant um, really, really early on. And then I thought I had a miscarriage. I was like, I was 100% sure I had. I was huge amount of blood loss um, and, as the doctor said, product. So I, I was so sure I'd had a, um, a miscarriage. And I said to my midwife, I was like, what do I do? And she was like, well, you just just wait a few days and then we'll send you to go get bloods or a scan. And I said, I still feel really sick. This was like maybe mm. a week later. And she's like, "Hey, go get your bloods done, go have a scan. So I had my bloods done and she was like, oh, your HCG levels are still really high. And I was like, she was like, that's maybe why you feel sick. It's not, she knew what was going on. She just didn't want to say anything to me because <laughs> apparently my, level, my levels were insanely high. So she's like, go have a scan, go have a scan. So I went to the scan by myself. Um, and I walked in and I said to the guy, I was like, "Oh, I'm just having a scan, you know. I'm pretty sure I've yeah I've had a miscarriage. My midwife just wants to make sure everything's like gone or you know like everything's okay." Mm. And I had a scan and he was like, um, "No," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, maybe there were tw- maybe there were twins, and you know, now mm. now there's one." And he was like, "No," and I was like. Nope. What do you mean? <laughs> And he was like, there's two. And I was like, you are kidding me. And I was in so much, so much shock thinking I was pregnant, then I'd lost one. And then I have two. Um, So it was a massive shock. I remember walking to the car and calling Cam, my partner, and I was just, you you need to meet me at home right away. And he was like, what? And I was like, are you pulled over? Pull over on the side of the road. And he pulled over (laughs) and I told him. And he was, like, absolutely stoked. Um, And I was tears going no 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 this can't happen this can't happen so I met me at home and um yeah I had to get quite a few pep talks from him it was yeah I feel bad saying this now because I was in such a dark place and I was scared and upset and Mm. I didn't want to have twins I was like no Mm. way I just want I just want one you know and that sounds really ungrateful but I I was absolutely in shock thinking Mm. oh my gosh how are we going to have two children we live in this little two-bedroom cottage um, like how am I going to have time off work? Like everything was all about me. It was very selfish, but <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be, have to be the one to look after them. Mm. Um, and then my, my best friend has twins. Um, they're nine and I called her straight away and I was, she was stoked me. Um, <laughs> and I was like, what am I going to do? I just can't do this. Um, yeah, so it was a very dark week and I had some pretty bad thoughts, but then I slowly, got used to it and now I'm just feel so lucky that I have two <laughs> um yeah. yes so super grateful now I, and I'm like wow how, how did I ever think that way but um after speaking to a few other twin mums it seems that that's quite normal that initial shock and thinking oh my gosh how am I gonna do this
1: yeah. um yeah. <laughs> yeah my heart honestly races when you tell that story like I just cannot <laughs> even imagine um being told that you were having twins and particularly after thinking like potentially you'd lost the pregnancy. Um be to mm. told that, like, oh my god, my heart <laughs> just races for you thinking about that. Oh Yeah, man.
0: and like and went and went to the scan by myself, not thinking yes. that it was you know yeah. <laughs> I like oh walked god. out probably to the car park, probably white as a sheet. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do twins run in your family or was it just totally random?
0: There are uh, a huge amount of sets of twins on my dad's side. There's
1: probably mm. seven
0: seven sets. My cousin has twins and then um yeah there's like three sets in one family. There's a lot of twins. So it was yeah. a huge shock. But then the more I thought about it I was like, well of that's of course it had to happen to someone and it was me. <laughs> um yeah. yeah so so they are yeah fraternal they're non non identical which is um yeah which runs in the family. So yeah. yeah.
1: Awesome. And so once you got over the sort of initial um, shock, did you end up staying with the same midwife or did you decide to go for an OB for your care? What did that look like? Yeah, so Carly, my
0: midwife, who was the midwife I had when I had Lenny, um, I initially got in touch with her when I thought I was pregnant and then um, kind of the whole way through I was talking to her. And when I found out it was twins, she was like, I knew it, I knew it. Your said levels were so high. Um, she said, if I were you, I would, she was like, I'm happy to take you on. Um, she was like, but knowing that you had a, an elective last time and you've got twins and Lenny was big, the twins will yeah. likely be big. Um, if I were you, I would go with an obstetrician. Um, so I was very lucky to book in with, um, yeah, Nick Walker, who quite a few people I know have had and he was absolutely incredible he's an amazing man and I was lucky enough to have Carly as my um, post-natal midwife because she works um, with Nick so it was really nice to be able to have her alongside me again throughout this pregnancy because she was um, really nice to have with Lenny so yeah it was a really great experience um, having kind of the best of both worlds
1: yeah yeah having having like having a
0: midwife and, and an obstetrician so yeah and then I knew I kind of knew straight away I was going to have a c-section um and then yeah lucky I did because the girls were big not big <laughs> enough to have,
1: yeah not yeah. big
0: enough to have out but um yeah. <laughs> I I, I could have pro- probably done it but in, in my head I was like no I'm gonna have a c-section yeah and then yeah. Clement yeah. and Cle- Clementine was breach anyway so um yeah That's the route I went.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Cool. And so did you do like what sort of testing is involved when you have twins? Was it different to your pregnancy with Lenny or what did that look like? Um, no, I mean, I did that, the,
0: the NIPT test, I think it's called that. Um, and just, I really wanted to know the gender. Obviously there's other (laughs) things that come with that, but I was like, I (laughs) really (laughs) want to know what I'm having. Um, and then just a few uh, – you have a few more extra scans and appointments, but it's nothing too intense. Um, I had my um, diabetes, that glucose fasting test. Yeah. I failed the first one, but I passed the second one. Um, yeah, but apart from it, that's – I don't think there's anything really extra. I think because they fraternal, there's not um, as many – they're not as risky as identical.
1: Right, okay. So
0: – just the yeah just a few more extra scans and a few more extra
1: obstetrician appointments but that was it
0: that for yeah. me anyway I'm not sure if other people need
1: require more but that's kind of all I had yeah yeah cool and did you have a preference of whether they were girls or boys or one of each <laughs> um I
0: was like please don't be two boys because I already have yeah. a boy and oh I and God. he's Feels. He is <laughs> so full on yeah, uh, and I always, I always wanted a girl. So I was I mean, you know, if if I had had two boys, I would have, I would have been happy no matter what. But I was just like, oh yeah. my gosh, that would be so hectic in my household. Yeah. Um, so when I found that it was two girls, I was, yeah, I was really happy. Um, yeah, little besties sisters, and yes, I always wanted a girl. So I was you. like, great, right, now I, yeah, now I have two. Yeah, and they could yeah. not be more um different. They are absolute chalk and cheese, which is quite cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. And so you obviously um decided that you were going to have a C section pretty early on. Did you speak with your obstetrician about what the plan would be around dates and did they want to get you to a certain point in your pregnancy or yeah, what did that look like? Uh yeah, so Nick's the obstetrician said for twins,
0: fraternal twins anyway, he likes to get them out around thirty-eight weeks. Um And so that was kind of always the plan around 38 weeks. So I think I had them at 37 and a half weeks. Um, Yeah. yeah. And that that was kind of always the plan all along. And he was like, the hospital ultimately makes the date. So I can just request that this is when I would like you to have them. And then you'll be booked in. And that, yeah, that was kind of the process. So, and I found out probably I had maybe 10 Ten or twelve days'
1: notice. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And how were you feeling in your pregnancy? Did you um, notice more like aches and pains carrying too, or yeah, what what did you um, notice this time around
0: So, uh, all day sickness was. Mm. Oh, I, my <laughs> gosh, it's amazing how quickly you forget it because when you're in the moment of being so yeah. sick you think I'm never, ever, ever going to forget this and I've absolutely forgotten, mm. but it's just, it is so grim. Um, yeah, I had really bad all day sickness. Um, not not any vomiting, but just that super nauseous. You feel like you've got a savage hangover just all day. Mm. Um, yeah. So looking at, you know, the first time around I had that with Lenny, but it, I didn't have any other children to look after. So I could just kind of lay in bed and not have to think about anything. Mm. But this time around with a toddler, it's like wow, it was the next level. Um, yeah. But then I did, I did start taking. I completely forgotten what the name of is the medication that you can take, and that really helped. Yeah. Um. But then, yeah, once I got to the second trimester, I was fine. I the sorest pelvis. Um. It felt like I was gonna like split open. <laughs> like I felt like my bones were gonna break. Mm. My pelvis was so insanely sore, and from quite early on, um. Delilah twin one she was head down and like her head was so far down that they couldn't even scan her head (laughs) um and that's probably why I felt so sore because her head was so far Mm. down and and then just the breathlessness. I like couldn't even walk up our stairs at home without having to sit down Mm. and I didn't have that with Lenny and that's just because there were two in there um but yeah apart from that that's that's it so I don't think I I think I was pretty fine and considering how big they were I mm. wasn't too, un, too uncomfortable um yeah I must yeah yeah so just a bit yeah. of all-day sickness really sore pelvis I should have I had one of those bands and I really should have worn it more because it did help <laughs> but yeah. I just always I always kept forgetting um yeah. so Definitely, definitely recommend those if you have a super sore pelvis because they do Yes, yeah. well it did, it did help me when I did remember to we wear it um, <laughs> yeah. yeah so I felt all I felt all in all I was yeah I thought I had a pretty good pregnancy no complications or anything um yeah that, that happened yeah. so
1: pretty lucky yeah. Awesome. And what did work look like for you? Like, I know you've done, you've had quite a few launches in the last, <laughs> in the last sort of year. Um, and obviously, yeah, you're super busy with work and obviously with Lenny too. So how did you manage, um, how did you manage work? And were you trying to take a step back or were you just sort of going all out until these girls were born? What did that look like? Yeah, I did just go all out until they were born. I think, cause I felt yeah. fine
0: um and then and then being at work just kept me busy so and I sit I sit down all day like people are like oh you should be having a rest and I'm like I'm either sitting at home on the couch watching tv or I'm sitting in my office with my computer and my team using my brain and yeah. feeling like I'm doing something so and that's just me like I'm, I'm an active relaxer so I can't sitting down on the couch watching tv is not I <laughs> just feel like I always have to be doing something I'm like a I saw it the other day. Someone called it stress, stress laxing where you can't sit down and relax because you're thinking about all the things that you have to do and it, <laughs> yes. and it makes you yeah. stress. And I was like, <laughs> that is me. I mean, it's probably every mum, right? Cause you're like, Oh my God, the washing and this and that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, yeah, I worked up until the day that they were born essentially. Um, and I mean, you know, I just wanted to get lots of things ticked off and I'm so lucky that this time around I have someone to cover me for maternity leave who was absolutely incredible um whereas when I had Lenny I didn't have anyone mm. to cover me because I was uh the team was really small um and it was just I was kind of still doing everything so I didn't get yeah. to really have t- have time off with Lenny I think I had like I mean I started I took my laptop to the hospital I was like literally emailing <laughs> got on my emails like a few hours after my c-section but and I went back to work full-time really 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 quickly um but with the girls, I said, right, I'm going to take, you know, six, seven months like, out of the office mm. um, and go back full time, like at the end of April. So I've still been doing work and I'm actually going into the office this afternoon. But um, yeah, not in like a full time capacity, just so I can really yeah. focus on the girls because like these, I mean we did say we might have a fourth but in my head now I'm like these are my last babies so (laughs) I do want to (laughs) um I uh, might be a bit crazy so I do want to um like spend the time with them and it's like it's yeah can my partner works from home so we kind of just both juggle them um together which is really nice
1: yeah yeah Awesome. And did you do anything like in preparation for your C-section? Did you do any antenatal expressing or anything else like that to sort of prep for, yeah, the birth of your babies? I tried to express
0: and I got absolutely nothing. I was really gutted. (laughs) I I really wanted to get like a storage of colostrum and I mm. I got absolutely nothing um, I tried <laughs> yeah. like hand expressing and then I was like can you pump and try and get it out and it was like not mm-hmm. recommended I was like I'm just gonna try that anyway because I really wanted to get some nutter." Nah, um yeah. so that's kind of all I did to prepare um I because I because I had already had a c-section I knew what I was in for and I had a relatively uh easy recovery with Lenny um so yeah I kind of knew what was going to happen if everything went well and it did um I did yeah. absolutely no ex- exercise like no. <laughs> I think my whole uh, yeah. my whole pregnancy I I maybe did a little bit of walking on the days I didn't feel sick um but then I just couldn't even walk up my stairs without being puffed so yeah. exercise wasn't a thing to try and like you know <laughs> prep prep the bog yeah. or, or anything but yeah, um
1: yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that was yeah. It. awesome Cool. And were the babies measuring big? Like, did they expect them to be, um, yeah, large at birth, or what were they sort of looking like in your scans?
0: Yeah, they tracked along big at every single scan. Um, Yeah. So my obstetrician was like, "Oh, if you went to full term, they'd probably be around 11 pounds each." (laughs) <laughs> I was like can a, a body even carry that, that oh much? He, was like, I, he was like yeah right he was like I, I definitely want to get them out because like, I think they'll both be around eight pounds um and then uh Clementine so she's she was twin two she ended up being 8.7 pounds and Delilah was 8.3 oh my gosh so <laughs> yeah that was 17 pounds of baby inside yeah, of me uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so mm. glad glad that I got them out when I did um yeah
1: yeah but,
0: cons- yeah but considering I still felt fine I think maybe I'm just like my body is just built for a large human I don't know
1: yeah it must be because
0: yeah. I yeah felt pretty good so um yeah they did track along big the whole time
1: yeah Awesome. And do you want to take us through the day? So, um, yeah, going into hospital and what the sort of plan was and then into your caesarean birth. Yeah, so um, the plan
0: was to turn up at hospital at 1 and um, prep for like a 3 p.m. C-section. Um, so we turned up and then we'd been told that we have been bumped just because there were quite a few emergencies which I think happens kind of every single day for C-sections everyone I know that's had an elective has always been bumped um so yeah we just hung around for a while and then um, my midwife came in and she um yeah just gave me an update on where we we're at and then yeah it was kind of wait- that waiting around was that's when I got really nervous I was like oh my gosh we're about to have twins oh mm. my gosh we're about to have twins like and we were yeah. laugh we were last there so we were kind of like we were waiting and you could see all the dads and they come out once the babies arrived and they get changed out of their scrubs and the little changing room that we were waiting by <laughs> getting changed to their clothes and we're like hey and th- then the next person goes in and it's like as soon as there was no one else coming out we're like oh my gosh we're next we're next um and that's when I got super 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 nervous like the whole time leading up to the birth I was really chill and mm. um yeah just like okay cool yeah we're gonna have twins but then it was that waiting and yeah. like oh my goodness because it, it's just such a having an electric c-section is it's like really if you think about it it's so strange because one minute you have a baby or babies inside of you and you walk into this like stark operating theater that's really mm-hmm. cold and there's all these people and all these lights and, you, and then you look and you see all like this the 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 instruments or whatever you call them that the, that the obstetricians are using to like cut mm. you open and it's just like it's so bizarre and then you know it all happened everything happens and the you know the nurses are in there and it's just so it's so clinical and strange um and I remember lying on the table just kind of waiting for my um spinal to kick in going this is the weirdest thing ever and everyone in the room mm-hmm. was like yeah we know um, <laughs> And, and then one minute you put a baby inside of you and then you just like cut open and then it's like there it just seemed it was just so strange to me even the way I'd been through it before um but such an amazing so amazing that you can have that experience and it was really nice and calm and everyone in the room is always so lovely there were so many people in the room um my midwife had brought three other people along um <laughs> three other like one was someone that had been shadowing her for a while. And then one was like in her first year and one was like a final year. because they I'd ne- never seen a twin birth. So there were all these people <laughs> in the theater and I was just lying on the table saying to Cam, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. And then I felt like insanely sick. Um, and like all the shaking and mm-hmm. felt like I was going to vomit, which is like can happen to people um, when they have a C-section just from all the, the drugs or whatever. Um, and yeah, and then Nick, my obstetrician just kind of talked me through everything that was
1: hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place with LinkedIn. You can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then it just happened so quickly. Um, And then yeah, Delilah came out first um, and she had so much hair, which (laughs) was so strange because like Lenny was a bald baby till he was like 18 months. Um, and he was like, Oh, she's big and she was the small one. So we thought that we thought that, that um Clementine might be a bit smaller, but then he pulled Clementine out and he's like, Oh, this one's even bigger. Um <laughs> and she was just ap- absolutely giant. Um Yeah, and then they both got taken away and um they had delayed cord clamping. You know, Nick held them there for a minute while they had delayed cord clamping and then they got taken away um and then they were like do you want them on your chest and I was like absolutely not because I thought I felt so sick I kept saying uh. I think I'm gonna I was like I think I'm gonna die I think I'm gonna die I think I'm gonna die like I was in such a state mm. um and so Cam just helped Cam and the midwives held the babies and then yeah I got stitched back up and um wheeled away to recovery yeah and that was it so it was apart from the feeling sick part it was like a relatively <laughs> smooth smooth process and um, when I, when I had Lenny, I didn't really get talked through what was happening. So it was actually mm. quite cool when Nick kind of explained everything to me, um, everything that was happening. So yeah, as far as C-section goes, it was great. And then, <laughs> yeah, we'll, away to, um, recovery for a while and the girls were absolutely, yeah, fine. Um, and then I started, like, I tried to feed doing, doing the tandem feed straight away, um, with the girls, which was so, so strange to have two babies. Yeah yeah <laughs> breastfeeding at the uh, same time yeah. um yeah and then away to our room and we I I lost quite a bit of blood um so like double the amount of blood that you would normally lose because there were two mm-hmm. so I had to have a I had a transfusion and transfusion infusion uh I don't know I had an iron infusion or transfusion I'm not, I'm not quite sure what <laughs> yes. one it was um and so we stayed in hospital for two nights because of that um with the girls and then yeah and it it was I I loved hospital with Benny I mean we just stayed for three nights because of his arm was broken but just the nurses and the midwives are just everyone is so incredibly lovely and helpful Mm -hmm. and apart from the food I really enjoyed (laughs) being in hospital (laughs) with the girls I mean poor Cam stuck on the floor on a like thin tiny plasticky mattress. Um but yeah it was it was nice to have the help, especially with two, you know, I was like, I know what I'm doing, but like mm. two of them. So I definitely needed the help and having um the midwives there was great. And then and yeah. the nurses to help. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. A pos- awesome. positive experience all around.
1: Yeah. Amazing. And how did you go? Like I know you said you tried to latch them initially in recovery. What did that look like while you were still in hospital? Did you have lots of help um, from the midwives and anybody else to sort of help you get the hang of it? Or what did that look like? Um, With breastfeeding, sorry, did you say? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I was really lucky because the girls were great feet up. Like Delilah, the smaller twin, she was not as great with latching, but um, Clementine, yeah, just was amazing from the get-go which was completely different to my experience with Lenny because he Mm. had a broken arm and he was so hard to feed so we um we were feeding him through a tube and everything when he was in hospital and then like giving him formula because I just couldn't get him on my boob because of his I was too scared to hold him because of his arm Mm. so it was a completely different experience with the girls and they yeah were great feeders from the beginning and they still are now um, and yeah, it was yeah. just good having the midwives there to like help, you know, after you've had a C, well, yeah, after you've had a C-section, like kind of being able to move well isn't, um, isn't really possible. So having them there to like come prop me up and get all the pillows and, um, get the babies into position was, um, super helpful. Yeah. And yeah. especially trying to like est- establish feeding from the beginning. So we did lots of like skin to skin and, um. Yeah, but they just slept so much, we would have to wake them up to feed them um, quite often because they were just very sleepy little little babies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And how did you feel? Like, I remember the feeling standing up after my c-section and just feeling like oh my god my legs are gonna like give way and everything's just gonna fall out of me (laughs) um how did you feel like you've obviously had two babies um in your tummy so what was that like for you you know that really initial stage after a c-section did they get you up to have a shower and yeah how how did that all go yeah
0: I was asking to get to get up and walk around because I know I know yeah. that it's like the best the best thing to do. but they yeah. like said I had to wait I had to like wait that six hours so I had to stay in my bed so I did um and then when I at 11 p.m when I was allowed to get up I kind of got up and got myself into the shower and it was the most amazing feeling like just the weight taken off of me from the babies um <laughs> and didn't have the sore pelvis anymore, which is amazing. And then just like having that post birth shower, which I think every mum says is just absolute heaven. Even if you Mm -hmm. are like bleeding and you've got sore boobs and (laughs) you've just (laughs) had your stomach cut open. um, It's still such a nice feeling just to like have that fresh water on you. Um, So yeah, I just got up straight away and just tried to walk as much as I could within reason. Um, just cause I knew it, that helped me the first time around. So I just tried to do the same again.
1: Yeah. 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 Awesome. And after those couple of days in hospital, did you go straight home or what did you do next? Um, yeah. So a friend of mine
0: has, uh, has a business. She started up, she lived in Australia for a while and in Australia, they've got lots of postnatal recovery or like care that's based out of hotels. Yeah. um and so you you can go along and you stay in a hotel and your midwife can come visit you and she moved back to New Zealand and we don't have that here we've got birth care which is in- incredible and I had that with Lenny um but she started this up and I was like oh I'm gonna go try that and she just started a business I was like cool want to go support her so we booked that in kind of from the very beginning and we had two nights without Lenny which was bliss um <laughs> in in a hotel in the city and it was just cam and i and we just had lots of people to come visit my midwife came and visited i had a lactation consultant who came in as well to see me um so yeah it was just really nice having time just the four of us to kind of get to know the girls and try and establish that feeding from the very beginning um as much as i missed lenny it was like i feel like we really needed to have that time um just with the girls to ourselves Mm -hmm. yeah um and, yeah, and that was nice. So we had two nights there and then went, yeah, straight home. And, yeah, just, it was like, cool, back into reality with a <laughs> toddler who absolutely yes. hates his sisters. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And how absolutely. did you go introducing um, Lenny to the girls? What did that look like? So Lenny wasn't allowed. They, I
0: I don't know what they're like now, but at the time they weren't allowing, they weren't allowing anyone under 14 to the hospital. So we didn't have him to the hospital. But he came to visit us when we were at the hotel. And we had the girls, we went down to the restaurant and we were having lunch. We just kept it super casual, um, to try and not overwhelm him. I think to prep him before we bought we bought him a present from his sisters. Um Hmm. we bought him like a digger or something. I can't remember. We're like, this is what your sisters bought you. And he was like, "Okay, cool, whatever." Just, I just want my toy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he had yeah. ze- zero, zero interest in them throughout the whole pregnancy. Like, I think maybe he was just too little to understand. His two mm. years and, th- and three months, he just didn't understand or didn't care. And I was like, "Okay, that's either a good thing or a bad thing." Mm. Uh, and so he, yeah, my parents brought him to the hotel. We just had the girls in their pram. We were having lunch, and he came in, and we just gave him like all the attention for probably a good ten minutes. And then we just let him made, make his way over to the pram. And we said, oh, your sisters have arrived. And he went over and, like, had a look in the pram and looked at both of them. And it was kind of like, okay, cool, that was it. And he was a little <laughs> yeah. he was a, lo- a little bit tearing. Um, and I think maybe he, just because he hadn't seen us for two, three nights, yeah. um, he was, like, a little bit upset. But, yeah, it, he was relatively chill at the hotel it was just w- when we got home that's been like a massive struggle so I think having not uh, not having either Cam or I holding one of the babies was like key for him tr- like staying as calm as possible and not being mm. like just je- super jealous and really upset um yeah yes yeah, so that's what we did for the initial meet which I think went pretty well considering um yeah, there were yeah. two new pe- two new people um which he probably didn't really understand at the time were coming (laughs) home with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. And how did you go? Yeah, going home and like you say, going back to reality and you've obviously got Lenny there, um, who's used to just having yours and Cam's attention full time. (laughs) Um so what has that looked like for you, I guess, from a um a parenting perspective, like learning about you and the twins and then also trying to include Lenny in that what does that look like it's required like just extreme patience
0: um and a friend put it in a really beautiful way to me she said because I I was like I feel so sorry for Lenny like he he was Mm -hmm. so for the first week he was like really upset and just wanted mummy 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 and would cry quite a lot um And I just, yeah, I felt really bad for him. And my friend said to me, and I I won't forget this. She said, do you know what? Lenny had just mummy and daddy all to himself Mm. for two years. And the girls will never, ever, ever experience that. They'll always have another sibling and Lenny Mm. to share, to share that with mum and dad. Whereas Lenny had you, both of you all to himself, so just think about that and how special that that was for him mm. that he got to experience that and, and that the girls don't, but they have each other. So it kind of did make me feel better on those days where he would get super upset and I couldn't mm. give him my full attention. Um, but yeah, after about a week that he, he wasn't as upset, but he, yeah, he really is not, not a fan <laughs> of the girls. He yeah. it has been, it's been super challenging. We were, we've actually moved. We moved when the girls were three weeks old. Um, when I found out we were having twins because we lived in a two-bedroom house we were like great okay we need to sell our house so we sold the house mm. um and moved and but we couldn't settle till the girls were born unfortunately so we were in the five of us in a two-bedroom house <laughs> for three weeks and that was yeah. really hard it was it, we just, it essentially just kept the girls locked in there not locked but like in their yeah, room yeah yeah uh, and not that but, yeah they were sharing a room with us because we only had two bedrooms they were in our bedroom so we pretty much keep them in their cot for three weeks when Lenny was home like he was in daycare three days a week and the days he was at home we just had to keep them in there otherwise they would get a palm to the face maybe mm. a foot to an arm um, yeah. or a poke in the eye he really doesn't like them we had a really great breakthrough I posted on my Instagram because I was like I need yes, to I saw it. It. <laughs> we yeah. uh, he was really really sweet with them yesterday and like kissing them and like trying to put their dummies in their mouth mm. um and it was so nice and I was like oh my gosh we've 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 made it we've seven weeks in and we've got there but like 10 minutes after I filmed the video he he like palmed Clementine in the face and I was like oh <laughs> And I was like, I'll take that one though. Um, I will absolutely yeah, <laughs> take yeah. that one. So I feel like we like baby steps. We are, we are kind of getting there and he's kind of getting used to them. Yeah. It's just all day. I feel myself saying soft hands, soft hands, gentle hands. <laughs> <laughs> I like do your sister. Um, um, and yeah. when he's, when he's at daycare, it's like there's peace and quiet in the house and yeah. it's, and it's lovely. As much as I love him, it's like lovely. Like I think all parents yeah. will understand that. Um yeah. So when the girls are home, it's kind of, we just have to, we, we can't keep him in a room with them no, because yeah. like absolutely no way. There's just no way uh, we're not there yet, <laughs> but I know yeah. that we'll get there. I know we'll get to a point at some point um, where they will all get along maybe a while away, but I'll I just tell myself that this is temporary and it will pass. And yeah. I just have to be super, super patient with Lenny. Cause he, he's, I'm like, he's still kind of too young to understand mm. what's going on, but he's also old enough to, to know that hitting is bad, mm. but he's just doing it to like, he's just doing it to test us. And yeah. um, he's, he is super jealous. And I, so I feel bad for him but at the same time. I'm like, ah, oh, stop mm. doing this. But I just,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It yeah. It requires I require um... patience. <laughs> yeah I can totally relate to that I think um we'd been home like two days after Ali was born and Jai was a little bit younger but still around that sort of two-year-old mark um and he just walked over to Ali in his like little grow bright pod thing on the couch and just pulled the thing out onto the floor and I wasn't, like, close enough to grab Ali, so it just, like, all fell onto the floor. You could just, like, watch it happening in slow motion and then, like, went to hit him and luckily I grabbed his arm, like, just before he hit him. I was like, oh, my God, this is just, like, I feel like it's really hard to see see the Ford sort of thinking around one day they'll, like all get along because at that time it's so frustrating even though they're mm-hmm. young you just want to be like oh my gosh just stop stop hitting and stop kicking and you know it's just for attention and like obviously their lives have changed so much but it's, it can be yeah so so frustrating but I feel like yeah everybody sort of goes through that stage quite differently but now I don't even remember it like I still feel like I say gentle head a million times a day but um, Ali's a little bit bigger, so he can <laughs> he can cop it a bit more now. <laughs> yeah, it's super challenging and there's just so many like
0: big emotions and big feelings yeah. and um you know, I would never like tell any off and mm-hmm. you know, give him time out or make him sit in his room because I'm like, that's mm-hmm. absolutely not doing anything. He just doesn't understand. Yeah. I just yeah. have to go right, I'm the p I'm the parent here, he's the baby. What yeah. can I do to make sure that the girls are out of harm's way and that's either keeping mm. them in their room or I'm with I'm always watching them or Cam takes Lenny away or you mm. know, or whatever. Um but yeah, it's super challenging and yeah, it makes already like a hectic time um yeah. Just that that much harder. But, you know, speaking to other parents and, you know, even hearing from you, it's like, okay, yeah, we we will get there, we will get there. Yeah. It just will take yeah. take some time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And how have you gone like recovery wise from your C-section this time? Has it been pretty straightforward and how are you feeling, um, with your scar healing now?
0: Yeah, pretty straightforward. Um, except I did at, at around maybe the t- three week mark, I had, a I l- I started every time the midwife comes over, you know, how's your bleeding going? How's yeah. this, how's that? How's-? And I said to her, I was like, I've actually had quite heavy bleeding and I don't it's almost going the other way of it's getting heavier when it should be getting lighter and I was like and I've had like weird crampy feelings which I don't think's normal so it was like kind of the crampy feelings combined with the heavy bleeding she was like okay no I don't think this is right either so she called the obstetrician and said what was going on he was like look I think you need to get to hospital um, mm. so went went to hospital and they did like a bedside scan for me. Um, and he's like, Oh yeah, I can see that there's something there that maybe shouldn't be there. Um yeah. and it was because my uter my uterus had was so big, um, it was having a hard time kind of getting the blood all out and there were some clots that had formed. Um mm. so I had to have I had to be in hospital for two nights. Oh my gosh. I can't really remember now. Wow. That's how bad my memory is right mm-hmm. now. Um, I I just stay in hospital for two nights. Cam could be with me, which was lucky. And we had the girls with us and Lenny yeah. stayed with my parents. Um, So I had, I was given medication to see if they could get the blood to come out on its own. And I had like five lots of the medication and none of it was working. And, and the obstetrician, mm-hmm. I was like, I really don't want you to have the surgery because it's, there are quite a few risks to it. So he's, like, I want to persist with the medication, didn't work. Um, and the bleeding wasn't getting, yeah, any lighter. Mm-hmm. So I ended up having surgery. Um, it was like half an hour. I went under GA and it was actually like I woke up in recovery and I felt fine, I think, because it was such a short surgery. Um, maybe I didn't have as much of the drugs to keep you asleep or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm not sure. But yeah, so I had that and it was straight away, um, kind of straight away the bleeding stop so yeah that was a bit of a a speed hump to recovery but um yeah yeah it it was fine I mean again you're in the hospital you're in the best place you can Mm -hmm. be everyone's so lovely and caring um and it was almost like oh we've got a little break from bleeding again (laughs) 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 um yeah So yeah apart from that yeah recovery's been great my scars healed really nicely and yeah I actually started exercise the other night I was like oh I feel like good enough to do some exercise I've got an appointment booked in with um uh a, a physio to get like a prenatal woff, as she calls it um yeah. or in a fitness um I've got that booked in for a few weeks which will be good but yeah I've just started some postnatal Pilates at home like which has been really good because I haven't exercised for like 11 months <laughs> yeah so it's good to awesome good to good to move my body
1: yeah yeah very cool and I guess like yeah a few final questions what does life look like with these twin babies (laughs) for you like where do they sleep um do they sleep do you feed on demand are you still breastfeeding what does all of that look like for you seven weeks in
0: yeah, so now we've moved. The girls have their own room, which is nice. So they share a cot, which is very cute. Um, they're kind of nearly yeah. outgrowing, outgrow because the way that they lie. Um, so they'll have to go to their own cot soon. But, yeah, they share a cot, which is really nice because um, they kind of have each other. But when one stirs, then it means the other one stirs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we're, in, we're the first few weeks I did breastfeed on demand, both of them. So I did, like, a bit of tandem and then a bit of just whoever – squawked at me um I would feed them (laughs) um Delilah needed she'd lost probably a bit more weight than they wanted so we were doing some formula top top ups for her and I was doing I was doing quite a bit of pumping um and I still breastfeed now but I'm probably doing more pumping I pump like six times a day um which is so (laughs) I I never pump I pump maybe like twice with Lenny. I absolutely Mm. hated it but for some reason, I'm like, no, I'm just going to persist with this for the girls. So I, yeah, I pump probably six times a day. Um, but I do, if I'm at home and I'm just like on the couch or whatever, and one of them does want to be fed off feed them. But they are fed, so we get up in the morning, get Lenny ready for daycare. Or if he's on a daycare, just get him kind of ready in the morning. And then I'll get up first thing and I'll pump. And then they are fed every four hours. So I give them a bottle um every four hours so like starting from 8 a.m in the morning and then they have their final bottle at at night at 8 p.m and then they wake at 12 and then at four so yeah we feel pretty lucky we had a a night nurse as well for six weeks so she's finished up last friday um when you have twin a new zealand any other potential twin mums out there when you're in New Zealand, you have twins and you also have another child under five. You get 240 hours from the government to use however you want for home help. Mm. So that could yeah. be like an, a nanny or whatever. And we decided to use that for a night nurse. I had a few friends with twins and they were like, absolutely book in the night nurse. Mm. Like it'll it'll save you. So we booked her yeah. in, and she was like, and she was like Mary Poppins, like mm, amazing. <laughs> The most incredible woman. So she would come in at 10 p.m. at night and leave at 6 a.m. And she would, yeah, I I would pump um, once during the night and bring the milk out to her. And so she would feed the babies. um, She would fold our washing. (laughs) She would um, write down the girl's schedule, like, how, you know, how much milk they drank and how they were. And, um, yeah, it was really incredible to have her. So we had her for six weeks. (laughs) and yeah yeah, she she finished up last Friday so now yeah it's Cam and I doing everything ourselves but it's totally doable you know it's just like you learn to survive on so much less sleep right like you just yeah yeah. before before kids there's no way I could have even imagined like getting up twice a night for like an hour (laughs) an hour each time feeding children but um yeah so we wake I yeah I feel good I sometimes I try and go to bed like around nine ten o'clock that doesn't always happen um And then, yeah, we get up, we both, Cam and I both get up, so we'll just feed one twin each, and then get them, change an the nappy, and get them back, and they're, they're pretty good. Um, so we, They have stretched out a little bit, to maybe like a five or six hour window, Yeah. so hopefully we'll get there, maybe sleeping for the night, I don't know, Lenny doesn't sleep for the night, so... If, if, if at least one child can sleep through the night, that'll be great.
1: But um, yeah, Len,
0: Lenny, Lenny still makes his way into our bed every night. So, But he will go from his bed into ours and end up in the middle. And it's actually really nice to have a cuddle. And then when we get up for the twins, he doesn't stir at all. He's like dead asleep. And he sleeps till seven. So that's so yeah. nice. If he got up any earlier, I think I'd probably not be in a good state because I would be yeah. so sleep deprived. But I think because the girls... Are sleeping really well Lenny just like plonks himself in our bed and goes straight to sleep um yeah. yeah we're in a really good kind of routine and my partner cam he works from home so we just juggle the girls on the days that we've got lenny at home um so the, it's the five of us we just make sure that we get out of the house out of the house like at least once so we'll take like yeah. lenny swimming or we'll go for a walk or we'll go to the park and then on the days that we don't have lenny here it's like when we can go and do like I've had my hair done. I've had my nails done. Or I'll pop into <laughs> yes. the office that I need to. So we make sure that we do do things for ourselves. Um, otherwise yeah. it just gets a bit groundhog day. I'm just, I'm not one to just be able to sit there and do nothing. Mm. It's just, it doesn't fill my cup. I need to do things for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, and, and the girls are super chill. They just, they really do just sleep a lot. And I think as well, cause they have each other, not that they really know. Yeah, I totally yeah. Don't understand. I don't think like, that there's like another one there yet, yeah, but it's. I don't feel bad if I put them down for, you know, two hours or something, and then go and mm-hmm. clean the house. Like I, do, I don't feel. Not that you should feel bad anyway, because it's like some people need to have a clean house in mm-hmm. order to, you know, yeah, yeah. not yeah. not feel anxious. Which is that's absolutely me. Like if the house is messy, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like an anxious mess, <laughs> yeah. so I have to. Yeah, I just feel re- yeah lucky that the girls are chill and I can you know do things that I need to and and get out of the house which is for me that's super important um to feel like I'm not just talking to babies all day
1: yeah I can definitely definitely relate to that and have you um got any thoughts on what it might look like when you return to work do you think that you will have the girls in daycare or yeah what are your thoughts there yeah so the
0: girls are um enrolled so as we move Lenny just started a new daycare which he really likes so I've enrolled the girls into the oh, daycare awesome. as well so that so Lenny goes three days a week they'll go three days a week and the other two days we're not 100% sure what, what we'll do but um yeah. Cam does work from home so he can have all three of them and it may be that I work from home one day but otherwise yeah I'll be back full-time to work yeah. um, as of the, the end of April yeah, yeah. so awesome. that's that <laughs> yeah that's us now. so twins are not as scary as everyone oh made up like, <laughs> so many people painted like a super grim picture of like oh mm. my gosh twins oh you're gonna you're gonna be busy you're gonna have your hands full it's like one baby two babies three babies you've got your hands full you're busy mm. yep. um like having an extra one isn't as hard as I thought it would be because you've got to you've got to feed one like i I can pop them in their little twin pillow and feed both of them at the same time it's just like an extra bum to change with like an yeah. appy or um yeah. it's not yeah it's not as everyone's going to have a different experience And some people i'm sure that have had twins it's been mm. like my best friend had twins they had reflux colic she had like a terrible you know first mm. six months of them because they were so hard to feed and they sleep for like 45 minutes whereas I'm just like feel so lucky mm. that the girls are uh, chill and they sleep and they are feeding really well um yeah I just you know Lenny's more work than them like he's he's <laughs> yeah. he's hard he's harder than them but I know you know I know I you know, like it, it, for now it's really good and I know that the wheels will fall off at some point and it will get super challenging so we're just enjoying the time for now while yeah. Yeah, well, they're, like, nice little sleepy babies. It's, like, I find yes. the crawling part. I find I find the crawling part the hardest. Like, I'm, like, yeah. give me a newborn or a walking child because yes. I find I just <laughs> – like, when they're walking, at least they're old enough that they can kind of, like, maybe, like, play with themselves or something, mm, you know, like, in, yeah. in their room or, like, you can pop them in front with some toys, but crawling, especially when there'll be two maybe going in the opposite direction will be – yes. Um, <laughs> might be a bit of a challenge but yeah for now it's great so
1: yeah 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 oh I think it'll be really nice for some um mums out there listening who are expecting twins and have maybe had the same thoughts that you initially had or have heard the sort of you know horror stories that um always exist regardless of your situation or what um you know type of pregnancy or twins or anything like that that you're gonna have so yeah I'm super grateful Jules that you're willing to come on the podcast and share your story with us and you girls are just gorgeous. So yeah, super grateful. Thank you. Thank you. So nice to talk to you again. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.